0: Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. We're glad that you're here. All right, we're going to finish this lesson up. Are you ready? It's number three. Fathers provoke not your children to wrath. Big deal, important in the Bible. And uh, just review real quickly if you haven't seen this. So, some things that we do to provoke our children to wrath. So, playing favorites with them, very important. Overprotection, perfectionism, they can never equal up. Letting them think they're an accident, Um, not letting children be children, not being just, and hypocrisy, okay? We're going to finish this lesson uh, today and uh, be able to uh, help you. By the way, if you have not gone to thegoodkidquiz.com, go ahead and take that quiz and see how your kids are doing. All right, what's going to provoke them to wrath? Not fixing problems. Not fixing problems. Problems are made to be fixed. but solving the X for the equation, okay? Put in the right formula, put in the right principles, and the answer comes out, not fixing problems. David didn't fix the problems with uh, Amnon, and so it provoked his other son, Absalom, to wrath, killed Amnon, and created rebellion. A whole lot of problems happened. Why? Because he didn't fix the problems. So fix the problems. Work on them. Make sure that you are uh, seeing what the problems are and fixing them. Then, always having to be right. You ever had that? Sometimes authorities think that they always have to be right. Now, I am always, okay, just kidding. But uh, people think that they have to be right. No, you can be wrong. And uh, if, if your kids see that you think you always have to be right, you are going to provoke them to wrath. There are things your kids know. They saw it. They learned it. Uh, by the way, if your kids say you said something, you probably did. You forgot. You're old. Okay. My kids said, no, dad, you said that. I'm going to believe my kids. Um, I know they're not lying. And they're not making it up. I don't remember it. But just because I don't remember it does not mean it didn't happen. So always having to be right. The Bible says agree with thine adversary quickly. And again, you don't admit something that's not true or wrong or lie, but agree with thine adversary quickly. Um, Do not always have to be right. And if your kids feel that way, it's not going to be good. You're going to provoke them to wrath. We are not always right. All right, next, Um, what's going to provoke them to wrath? Ignoring them, ignoring them. David ignored his son Absalom. Absalom came back, was able to come back into the city, wanted to see his dad, and his dad, he was there for two years, and dad didn't see him. Dad didn't see him. Um, So ignoring them. Hey, is everything else more important than your kids? Uh, Daddy, daddy, mommy, mommy. Um, I've used this before, but it's just so powerful. The little boy comes up to daddy. Daddy, how much money do you make an hour? son, that is none of your business. Why would you ask me that? And he just rips him up one side and down the other for asking that. And then he said, why do you want to know? He goes, well, I was cutting my money to see if I had enough money to buy an hour where you could spend an hour with me. Whew. Wow. Powerful. Yeah, Uh, ignoring them. Make sure you give them time. Let them know they're important. Again, the world shouldn't rotate around them. They should be patient. They should wait. But if they're being ignored, your cell phone and your life and everything else is more important than them they're going to feel that there's that old song in high school you know i grew up just like you dad i grew up just like you The little boy wanted to spend time with dad but he was too busy now the man wanted to spend time with his grown son and his son was just too busy okay ignore them and then lastly can you believe it lastly physical and verbal abuse Physical and verbal abuse will provoke them to wrath. We believe in biblical discipline, loving biblical discipline. We've taught that before. I've got 14 points on if uh, my child needed to be disciplined of the steps that we do with that, where they feel loving, they love, they feel cared about. Uh, after the discipline, it's immediate cling and a, and a hug and love and let's go play and it's over. Very, very important. So physical uh, and verbal abuse. To yell at your kids, there's no reason to scream at them? Absolutely not. To call them names, to put them down, to call them stupid. You'll never amount to anything. Uh, Why do we have to have all these kids? Uh, You know, anything like that, what that's going to do, that's verbal abuse, verbal abuse. And again, no one's perfect. When you do something, say something you shouldn't, boy, you need to go so much forward to make it right. Uh, Next time I talk, I'm planning on talking about how to fix something when it's wrong with a child and I want to spend some time on that because we will we're not going to do and handle everything right physical abuse never discipline when you're upset I've heard people say that uh, you know I the only time I can spank my kids is when I get mad enough to no exactly the opposite you should never spank them when you're mad uh, only when things are calm and when you know this is what you need to do and what they need in their life and what God says we're supposed to do um, so never a physical abuse. There's a place that God made that is perfect for a spanking. There's no vital organs there. There's a lot of nerve endings and the pain's there, but you're not going to hurt anything. And that's the way it should be. It's amazing how many kids get slapped across the face or hit or abused with uh, something. They grab and hit them with it. Uh, those are wrong. That is abuse and that should never be done. If it's disciplined, then it's loving Biblical discipline to correct and fix the problem, uh, but never abuse. And then to call them names or yell at them or put them down, um, those words when they say, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We know that's not true um, because words do hurt. You can build up a wall so they don't hurt, but listen what happened. Your kid just built up a wall against you. How do you think that's going to work? (laughs) If we're hurting them verbally, then they turn off that emotional side to us where to function and to live. Then we say, uh, I'm not going to hurt. Okay. I'm not going to be hurt. Um, by them. And that's not a good thing because they turn off the other motion. We're not going to be hurt by them, but we're also not going to be able to let them help us because we put up a wall with them. Okay. So, um, you will provoke them to wrath. There should be none of that. Okay. Next week we'll talk about when we as parents mess up, when we as parents don't do what we should do, uh, how we need to make that right with them. And it's big and it's important. And many people, parents just will not do that, which create walls that will be up for Ever, okay, and uh, we don't want that at all. By the way, these things—if your kids are adults—and there's walls there. I'll teach you how to tear those down, how to rebuild that relationship. We'll talk about that next week, okay? All right. God bless you. You know now how not to provoke your children to wrath. Last thing on this: in our family talks, and when I'm with my kids one-on-one, I'll ask them, "Hey, have I ever?" Um, yell at you, have you ever been disciplined when you feel like you didn't deserve it? Have I ever not handled something right and it still bothers you? You need to do that. Have you provoked them to wrath and it still bothers them? You need to find that out so you can fix it, okay? We'll pick up there next week. Um, But you need to find that out and then handle it the right way because when those walls get built up, it lasts and it carries over to our children and now to our grandchildren and you do not want that at all with your kids, all right? All right, fathers, mothers, provoke not your children to wrath. God bless you and we'll see you next week.